What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of At Large Bid, the 48 Minutes College Basketball Podcast. I am Tim Daniel, joined this week by Taylor Bergfeld as we preview the SEC. We're going to tell you our bottom feeders. We're going to tell you the middle of the pack. We're going to talk about our top four. You're going to hear a bold prediction by me about the Kentucky Wildcats. And we have a really fun show. We're going to get you jam-packed and everything. We're also going to talk about, obviously, the big news that the NCAA is discussing allowing likeness for the college basketball players. So, hey, without further ado, here's this week's at-large bid. Hope you guys enjoy. Oh my God! Some news happened today in college basketball. Big time well, news. College sports. Yeah, right. Can you believe it? Dropping bags, finally legal. Yes. Across college athletics. So, it's a start. Um, I don't know exactly where it's at yet. Yep. But the NCAA has announced that they are going to quote unquote evolve, and by 2021, they have the goal that all collegiate athletes can make can have make money off their likeness and image. You know what that means. NCAA football, NCAA basketball, video yes. games, which is what everybody cares about. Yes. So that part is kind of the the biggest conversation people are having is, right. cool, we're going to get college video games again, which, yep. I mean, obviously I'm stoked. Uh, by 2021, you know, you were thinking like, if Bronny for some reason doesn't go to the NBA draft, like you'd see him in a college basketball game. Yeah. Hopefully not a Duke uniform, but yeah. <laughs> right, that's where he's going to be. Um, yeah. I mean, that's huge because, I mean... I, Everybody remembers growing up playing the Road to Glory in yes. college football and then college basketball and making the tournaments and playing those. Like, it was a great time. So, can you imagine with our systems today with the graphics and whatnot and how it's going to be sick when you can pick what school you want to go to and stuff? Because, yeah. regardless of the game. So, yeah, because um, I don't think people really remember, like, this college basketball game specifically introduced people to so many different, like, moments in college mm-hmm. basketball. There was the one year. Um, that's how I learned one shining moment. Yeah, that's how I learned what the right, song was. Right, because it used to the intro to the game was yeah. that. Yeah, and then uh, there was the first year they did the moments mode where you could go back and play a classic game. So you could play the Leitner shot against yep. Kentucky and stuff like that. He was of course power forward number thirty two. Right. Um, there was a lot of really, really, really cool stuff about that. So that's obviously the big thing. But the other nice thing here too is you know it's been well documented for you know it's as old as time. Um, the Fab Five documentary obviously brought everything to people's attention where it's like they're playing overseas and they feel like they're pros. And there's the story where Mitch Albom and Chris Webber are walking down the street and he sees his jersey in the window and he's like, I don't make a dime off that. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously the jokes that we all hear about, oh, yeah, John Wall made money at Kentucky. And maybe he did, but he did. Yeah, but- <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's one thing. We we both used to work at a you know sports store that sold yeah. jerseys and sold apparel, and it, either from M- NFL, MLB to NCAA. And every year we had Carolina five jerseys, Kentucky one jersey. So whether that's Scal or Devin Booker or Sasha Killian Jones, like I mean those jerseys sell. The Anthony Davis twenty three jerseys, like they they used to fly off the shelves for us, and especially when we did the signings for those kind of players, but. You know, and they're not making when they make when they obviously turn pro. That's when they're making the money. But you know, right. Anthony Davis jersey was. If you looked during those runs, I mean, even now people are still wearing twenty three jerseys like Jamal Murray. Like it, with as many one of them players that they turn out at those kind of schools, like they the jerseys they, the players should make money off of them. So yeah, and it, the thing that stands out the most on that, and you, that's a great point, is when people came in to talk to us, it wasn't said they didn't say, "Hey, do you have that number twenty three Kentucky right. jersey?" 
Do you have that Anthony Davis jersey? Yeah. Where can I get if you don't? Where can I get it? Do right. you have that John Wall jersey? Yep. You know, so it wasn't like it was like, do you have that number eleven? Like, yeah. You know, we know who it's who it was. Uh, I remember this is probably about ten years ago. This is when Marquise Lee was like the man at USC. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Billis put that whole thing on his Twitter account where he was searching players' names on the NCAA website, and their jerseys were popping up. Yeah. He's like, so we can do this, right? But you know, and I was like. Oh, this is serious. And that's when yep. the incident was like, we will no longer be selling jerseys on our on the website. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, Jay Bill's punched a nerve there. Yeah, it's I see both sides of it. I think I definitely think it's a step in the right direction. I do too. Um, I mean, I think, you know, look at any college athlete, Deshaun Watson at Clemson, Zion last year at Duke, like the Jalen Smith at Notre Dame. I mean, Duke Zion Williams, like Williamson drove the ESPN ratings last year. Anytime Duke played on a Monday. There was night, a or, Zion Cam. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, I think he definitely should receive, now, the whole, like, should the college players be paid and all that, like, for their likeness, like, likeness, yes, I think they should. Like, if they're a popular player, their jersey sales, yes. Should they be paid to go from high school to these universities? No. That's a whole whole other conversation, because they do receive benefits that, like, it's a whole, like, we're not even going to get into that. But uh, for the image thing, yes, I think they should. If, you know, UK, think about all the, you know, UK players, if they're walking to, you know, they're coming off the bus at a game against Alabama and they're all rocking the new gray UK hoodie. Well, if every fan sees that, they're like, oh, I'm buying that now. And the players are just like, yeah, they're given that. That's their merchandise. But, you know, people buy that because it's impulse reactions. Oh, Kevin Knox is wearing this. I'm going to get that now. I Ke- did the other yeah. day. Right. So. I, uh, I saw Penny posted a picture on his Instagram of him on a treadmill wearing a Memphis basketball shirt. Yeah. And the ones, the Penny logo was on the sleeve and I went looking for it. Yeah. It's not available. But. I was like, what? Yeah, right. I gotta have that. Exactly. Last year, they made those Memphis foam positive PEs with yep. the black stripes on them. Yep. And, you know, they sold those. And mm-hmm. they sold like crazy. So, yeah, man, I totally agree. Um, the thing is, I think people always saw, and we'll, we'll wrap up here before we get into our SEC preview, is we're not asking for these guys to be millionaires. Yeah. We're not asking them to make NBA contracts by any means. We just want them to feel like, you know, we want them to... They drive a revenue to the pro to the, their programs. That we just want them to get, receive it. Yeah, I mean, yeah get their credit. I, I think it'll be weird because with 2021, um, they got a lot to figure out whether it's going to be like a like a, not a salary cap, but in kind of terms, you know, is there a max that these player can receive, right. or is it per school? Because if it becomes, you know, certain schools are getting how much? Because Kentucky, obviously, Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, Arizona, all the big schools. Well, you're gonna see every one and done talent, literally every one of them, go to those schools because it's like, well, if I go to Vanderbilt, or if I go to Kennesaw State, or you know, all these random schools, you know what I mean? But right. like, it's if, if they're not gonna get as much as they do if they go to Kentucky, or you know, then those schools are gonna boom in recruiting and that more than they happens, already are. That already happens a lot. So I talked yesterday with a Division One point guard. Uh, I know you know who I'm talking about, but our listeners probably don't. Right. Um, and. We talked about shoes. Yeah. Because I was like telling him that I got those Kyrie fives that spun the SpongeBob ones with the pineapple house. And he goes, I tried to get the SpongeBob ones. He's like, I'm at a Nike school and I couldn't even get them. Yeah. So I asked him, I was like, how does that work? I was like, what do you guys get compared? He's like, so the Nike elite schools, the Kentucky's Ohio States and all those guys. He's like, they get first dips, Michigan State, all those guys. Hmm. He's like, and then the Nike schools, we just get the PEs in our school's colors. I was like, ah. Now the PEs are dope. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. I'm never going to say that. For so. sure. 
I mean, I, you look at uh, I follow a bunch of Carolina players either on Instagram or Snapchat obviously or whatever. they get Jordan stuff. Yeah, so. they get all of them. Like yeah. every single one of them. They always get them in like it's the whole team unboxing them at the same time. Then they get the PE versions. Did they get they the off whites last yes. year? The Carolina off white ones. I know Roy wore them in the yeah. uh, coaches with sneakers oh, program. Yeah. Goat. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to touch on real quick before we move on from to talk about the SEC. Uh, Draymond Green getting his credit. Michigan yeah. State's gonna retire shirts December third. So good for him. Awesome. Yeah. Guy that made himself out of nothing. Yeah. Well, not really nothing, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it went from a freshman that played in the national championship game against North Carolina that got housed by Tyler Hansborough to a solid college player, second round draft pick that people said isn't going to do anything that turned out to be a focal point for a dynasty that ran for a while. So, yeah, shout out to him, man. Yep. So that's really cool. All right, so we're going to do our SEC preview. I know we have a couple more programs, a couple more conferences to knock out before the season starts next week. Um, so we're going to touch on these real quick, and we're not going to go in deep like we did the last couple of weeks in the teams that you guys don't necessarily care about. Sorry for the fans of those programs. Um, but we actually knocked out a ranking for how we're going to do these. So, Taylor, let's go ahead and start with our bottom feeders. Uh, we had Alabama, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Missouri. Right. So all these programs have just a weird situation. So Nate Oates is now the head coach of Alabama. Right. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse is now the head coach of Vanderbilt. I'm actually really excited to see how he does. Frank Martin's still at South Carolina. He just went to the Final Four a couple years ago, and then since then, thank God they have a women's basketball program that's really good. Um, Ole Miss, it seems like, since they fired Andy Kennedy, it's just been a mess. Right. And then uh, Texas A&M, never really necessarily been a huge basketball program. has had good years here and there. Yep. And then there's Missouri, who... You remember they had Michael Porter Jr. for two games? And Jonte, and now Jonte is a walking injury. Sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, if we want to start with Alabama, they're they're actually because you and I obviously before we started recording, we kind of divvied them up, and Alabama was that team that was a tweener, like yeah, I, it was. I, they could be middle of the pack. I think they're the best. We would call them bottom feeders that we call them. I think yeah. they're the best bottom feeders because they have John Petty, uh, a shooting guard, a highly five star rated shooting guard, who um, I think he's in his junior year. They got Kira Lewis, who reclassified last year as a freshman. So he was uh, 17 years old playing, and then he turned 18 in the middle of the year. Um, Kira Lewis was thinking about leaving Alabama when Avery Johnson got fired, when they hired Nate Oates. Um, there was even rumors. He visited Duke, and he was rumored to be their point guard if Trey Jones ended up leaving. Um, since Trey kind of stayed at Duke for his sophomore year, uh, Kira Lewis returned to Alabama, which is huge. They get um, graduate transfer James Beetle-Bolden, who's from around the northern Kentucky area where we're from, yeah. went to Holmes High School, kind of one of the best players to ever play in the ninth region up here. Um, he transferred into Alabama, so he'll give them a 3-and-D guy, a guy who can sp- uh, spread the floor with Petty and Kira Lewis, as well as play lockdown defense because Beetle's just an absolute fiend on the defensive end. Um, you know, and Nate Oates has always been a coach who, kind of similar to John Brandon at Cincinnati, they play 94 feet. They pick you up as soon as they get, like, from the opening tip, like their full court press. They play a really aggressive. They run and gun. Um, and Alabama, I swear to God, you can just drop me in a random year, and I feel like Alabama always beats Kentucky on a Saturday in December at, like, a noon game. They always win that game. I know. Game, and you're like, oh. And then they always Especially struck. if it's in Tuscaloosa. Right. That's what I'm saying. In, the, in Alabama, they always win that game. So, I think for our bottom feeders, I think um, I think they have the most potential. Now, how, how it meshes and how it doesn't, uh, that's kind of 
obviously up for the games to decide, but I think I think Alabama's trending in the right direction, and I wouldn't be surprised to see if they'd be towards the top of the pack or towards the middle um, fighting for a tournament spot this year. So, so Sports Illustrated has them as number five, so I know. maybe we're wrong. I mean, no, I mean, we very easily could be, but it's, you know, last year they, they didn't show us much. That's why Avery Johnson got fired with that talent. So maybe if the players rebuy back in and whatnot, so. Yeah, and, you know, South Carolina, obviously, like we said, four, Final Four team a couple of years ago. Frank Martin's a well-respected coach. Yep. Um, I think if Archie Miller gets fired, he's going to be one of the guys that Indiana calls. I, I really thought he'd go to Miami if Larry yeah. Nagel left because that's where he's from. Yeah. And I feel like it's just... They have a player worth watching in right. AJ Lawson who yep. a lot of NBA teams really like. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I think teams like that, I think that, you know, they're, you know, you talk about like teams that somehow randomly beat Kentucky. Right. Like, I mean, there, there are... Cl- Wednesday nights in yeah. South Carolina, like... Yeah, you're, you're something bound, something's crazy bound to happen. I remember a couple years ago, like a highlight of that game was... Kentucky at South Carolina. Calipari got ejected like two minutes yeah. into the game, and uh, Tyler Eulis threw a lob off the backboard to Mark, like Marcus Lee, a flashback name. But he, I mean, he crammed it home, and that game was over from then because South Carolina was leading, and Tyler Eulis took over. So, um, yeah, like you said about South Carolina, they're still kind of just um, they're they're riding high off there. <laughs> Their Final Four, you know, that it is what it is, right? They're kind of a rebuilding team. They've never always, they've never been that team that's going to be competing for the top of the SEC. They're always kind of middle of the road that sneaks into the tournament, a tough team that you don't want to play, but they are what they are. They're, I think they're, I don't even know if they're a football school, but like they're definitely not a basketball school. I agree. I just think they're a, a, a solid college athletic program. They're good at baseball. They're good at football. They're good at basketball. Their women's team is super right, good. Of course. Yeah. But like, they're just a good athletic school. Like yeah, they're, they're pretty good at everything. Yeah, so. I agree. Uh, Vanderbilt, Jerry Stackhouse obviously comes in. That's one a lot of North Carolina fans are paying attention to. Yep, coaching waiting. Yeah, that's the thing. And yep. so, that, Vanderbilt did not win a conference game last year. 0-18. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. So, they have some kids coming back. Uh, Saban Lee's coming back. Aaron e. Smith. Yep. But, Saban Lee's tough. He's a good guard. He's so. a good guard. Um, so, Stackhouse, I think it's going to be rough, but he is recruiting really well. He's yep. getting, you know, he had Kenya Martin Jr. until Kenya Martin Jr. decided to go play overseas. I believe he has Scotty Pippen Jr.? Uh yeah he's there and then they have DJ Harvey from Notre Dame I know you're wait so. what really yeah DJ Harvey transferred the Vanderbilt he's no not avail- not available this year but 2021 will be available. or 2000 yeah 21 season I, I loved that kid yep yeah he's a, he's a, he transferred into uh Vanderbilt like last year at the end of last year it was a pretty oh, quick wow. transition he decided he was transferring from Notre Dame entered the portal and then kind of made one visit to Vandy and called it a day. Um, I mean, I think, Van, you know, Jerry was the G League coach for the Raptors, yeah. um, for the Grizzlies. Like, he, I mean, he's a very re- well-respected coach. Got a lot of NBA head coaching job looks. So, I mean, an NBA vet, great college player at North Carolina. Um, yeah, very excited to see what he can do. Starting to recruit pretty well. So, he lost Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, he decided to go. He went to IMG. Did you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, went to play a developmental year, which is fine. I mean, sure. do what you want, right? A lot of kids do that now. Yeah. Um, but, I'm, you know, 0-18 last year in conference play, so you can only go up from there. So, as long as they win one game, it's better than last year. So. That's true, man. Yep. Buzz Williams comes into Texas A&M and woof. Going back home. Going back home to Texas. Wolf, it's going to be a transition. Yeah. I thought he was going to get Blackshear. I which would too. have been huge. But, um, yeah, this is going to be about building this program. He always thrives on having guards that are juniors and seniors that play well together and play good defense and big guys. That, like, yes, it, this first year is going to be really rough for him. He's going to have to get his players in there, learn, have them learn his system. But it still doesn't feel right that Texas A&M's in the SEC, even in football. I, I, know. I still They're a Big 12 program. Like, they always will be to me. But 
I guess I can kind of get used to it. But I think Buzz will have them in the running. I mean, now the running joke used to be for, you know, non-SEC basketball fans that it was just Kentucky and all these other coaches are, you know, pitiful and the teams are terrible. But, I mean, you look at the bottom beers we just named. You know, Nate Oates, a good mid-major coach who's making his name now. Jerry Stackhouse, who's a, you know, a very good basketball player and a very good NBA G League coach making his statement now. Buzz William, a successful ACC coach now in the SEC, and then not even to get to the higher-ups, but Rick Barnes, Mike White, Frank Martin, you know, just they're loaded now. Like, every coach is good because the SEC is, in my opinion, it teeters the second-best conference with the Big Ten. Yeah, I, uh, think, I think that's fair. I think the Big Ten might have better teams, but, like, better, like their, their best teams might be better than the SEC's best teams. But I think top to bottom, I think the SEC is a little bit more competitive. Yeah, I think everyone but Kentucky. I think like I think it's hard to argue that like you know I I would take South Carolina or you know Missouri or Vanderbilt and a couple. I'll take that stock. I'll buy stock in those programs before I buy stock in Rutgers, Northwestern. You know people like places like that. Like the bottom Big Ten is not nearly even as good as the bottom SEC. So. Yeah, uh, real quick, Missouri had a pretty rough year last year. Yeah. They were good defensively, um, but you know other than that. Not a lot to look forward to. Jeremiah Tillman's still there. They're bringing Drew mm-hmm. Smith from Evansville. Um, they're going to be very guard-heavy, and they're going to have to be, obviously. So that's a touch on them. And then Mississippi State is Yowza. Yeah. Oof. Reggie Perry's good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they have, uh, what's, what's the kid's name? Eric Holman. Oh, He's yeah. He's from uh, Kentucky. He was Owensboro. He won the state tournament there. I was down there when he won it that year. Uh, very good post player. Um, yeah, they're... They had they still have Nick Witherspoon, Quindary. They lost Quindary, like you just said. But Nick's a pretty good guard. Um, but he got suspended for violation of team rules, so it's just kind of a kind of murky water down there. So yeah, and then lastly, who's the one we didn't talk about? I think we hit on all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently, we are going to be wrong on Alabama. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I. That's what we started the show with saying how I think they're going to be actually better than the the tweener or the bottom feeders that we called them. So yeah. Did we talk about Mississippi State? We did talk about mm-hmm. Mississippi State. Okay, because we had the middle of the pack. So yep. We're already off. All right. So Georgia uh, is a middle of the pack team we have, and that's basically because Tom Crean's second year, and they get Anthony Edwards, who a lot of people have as a top three NBA prospect. Reclassified. This Reclassified. kid's supposed to be a senior in high school. Yeah, I think you have him as your number one NBA prospect, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is obviously, you know, they're going to play in Maui this year, so you're going to get your first glimpse of him playing top competition. Um, really talented kid. You know, they bring in, and they have, like, a lot of guys who have been around. Rishon Hammonds, who, like, really grew up last year. Um, God, what's his name? I, I, Tyree Crump. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, Anthony Edwards is going to single-handedly win This is win the Georgia. Anthony Edwards show. Right. Um, I, I, I'm i very excited to see him. My biggest fear, this just, doesn't it feel like, a, like, I'm not saying, an, but if it, if it starts going south, like, something where Georgia gets thumped in the Maui, Four or five games out of five hundred going into, or, you know, three or four games out of five hundred going into conference play. Start losing a couple conference games. Doesn't it feel like, I'm not saying a mysterious injury, but Anthony Edwards might pull the Ben Simmons route or something? You know what I mean? Be like, I'm done. Like I'm not. Yeah. Play, I'm not playing here. So I hope not because I can't wait to see him play. But um, yeah, he's one of those kids that doesn't need to play a year of college. So he could be in the NBA like developmental league right now playing. But very excited to see him. You see those videos of him bench pressing? God bless. I mean, he's a monster. So. Yeah. Tom Cruise, or Tom Cruise, Tom Jesus Cruise. Christ, Tom Cruise, looks like Tom Cruise, um, has always had a dominant guard, Vic Lodipo, you know, just Wade. Dwayne Wade, like, this is just another guy, slasher, can beat you at different levels, like, he's got his guy in Anthony Edwards, so, 
this might be the, the beginning of a nice recruiting period at Georgia because once you get a guy like that, it's easy to compare every recruit to him. So, Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm excited to see what he can do there. I think he's going to be a huge part of them moving forward. Um, Tennessee. So, obviously, last year, a very successful year. Had a good run the past few years. Um, have a very good team coming in next year mm-hmm. um, for the 2020-2021 season. But mm-hmm. this year, you know, they got to replace Grant Williams. They got to replace Admiral Schofield, Jordan Bone. Um, and I don't know how they're going to be able to do that. You know, Josiah Jordan James is obviously going to be like their big freshman. Um, but. I mean, Lamonte Turner and jo- uh, Jordan Bowden. Yeah. I mean, they, they played valuable minutes last year. So those are guys you can kind of like, hand, like hand the keys to to help you kind of steer the ship with the freshmen while they go through their growing pain. But Rick Barnes is a great coach. Um, he's always done well in the SEC since he's been there. Um, I. Like you said, yeah, losing losing uh, Schofield and Williams, SEC play, back 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 to back SEC Player of the Year, Grant Williams. Um, I mean, Tennessee's just they are what they are. They're they're a tough place to play, so I feel like they'll pick off on the bottom teams there. But they, I don't know how competitive they're going to be compared to last year. Still think they're going to be good. Still think they're a tournament team, but yeah. I don't know how their makeup is going to be compared to last year. That's what I meant by that. Sorry. No, I got, I got what you're saying. I'm trying to pull up their conference schedule. Their non-conference. So they start the year. They got Murray. UW, Florida State. Of course, the Memphis game. Yeah. I'll be at the UC game in December. There we go. Uh, they got Wisconsin. Then they start conference play. That's pretty good. That's pretty good non-conference. Yeah, that's a good one. Florida State's a tournament team year in and year out. Yeah. Um, you know, Murray State's obviously, they went to the second round last year. Uh, they start the year with UNC Asheville, so, you know, they'll beat them by a lot. Yep. You know, and we talked a little last week when we talked about the Big Ten, we talked about how close uh, Purdue was going to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. They were also very close to losing to Tennessee in the right. 16. No, like, yeah, Tennessee played pretty well that game. Yeah. So, I mean, they had a multiple Carson chances Edwards to win. Just it. Right. He went Carson off. Edwards things, yeah. Yep. So, but I, I like that Tennessee team. I think that they're going to, you know, still be fine. And then next year when everyone comes in, it's look out. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they're going to be loaded next year. So. Yeah. Let's talk about Arkansas. The must bus comes to town. Right. Um, I don't know if he's going to be as fired up as normal. Yes, he will. Yeah. Um, Sweating least... through his shirt and whatnot. Will he wear polo still, or will he actually get a suit and tie and jacket? I don't know. Is, is that like an SEC rule to wear a suit? I, I have no idea, is. but at Nevada, he did his own thing. Yeah. So Yeah, no kidding. He like wore, like in the tournament, I think he wore a suit, and mm-hmm. then he ripped the shirt off when, right. they, went, when they beat Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, he went nuts. <laughs> um, obviously, the story of him this offseason has been the photos he's been taking with recruits. Oh, they're the best. The AI one, like just everyone he's doing is the best. He's yeah. so funny. So, we used to wonder if he's on cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty animated, so. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Um, I mean, they lose Daniel Gafford, NBA player, plays for the Bulls. Yeah. Um, they got, well, he's know, on the Bulls roster. We don't want to talk about if he's playing or not. He should be playing. He should be playing. Right. He's freak athletic. But, um, they got SMU grad transfer Jimmy Witt, who averaged roughly about 13, 13 points per game at SMU last year. Um, I still think he's... He's actually done pretty well about uh, prioritizing recruits. Now, they're starting to look at Arkansas. They're not ended up going there, but they're always, you know, Arkansas is appearing in some of these four or five-star kids, uh, top four, top six, you know what I mean? Like, they're starting mm-hmm. to put a name out there. And, you know, kids realize that and see he's building a program there, like you said about their recruit pictures. He's making it fun, making his own little wave on it. Um, so they're looking to land Kyrie Walker, who is rated as, like, a number two player, but he's fell way down in the stock. He's one of those kids that, like, was really good, young, yeah, and like he matured before everybody else, and then everybody else caught up to him. But I think Kyrie Walker ends up landing at Arkansas next year. Um, I think this year will be a transition period. I think you know he'll get his style of basketball there, up and down, play pretty good defense. Um, but 
I don't know if they're a tournament team. I just know that they'll be kind of just in that middle of the pack, which is where we have them right now on our preview. So, yeah, I know a lot was made of the, you know, obviously like we like we said earlier, Nevada when he was there, they made that run a couple years ago. Right. Last year they got knocked off pretty early. Mm-hmm. Last year they started the season the preseason top ten, and they were not very good. No, they were yeah. terrible. Um, he left at the right time. The Martin twins left. Right. You know, he got a big time job. Yep. So, um. I know a lot of people thought he was going to UCLA, myself yeah. included. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it too. I mean, he's a pretty good recruiter. He, he he thrived on the transfer market. Like he yeah, was he a was awesome big at time. It. He was like anybody, any player from the Power Five conference that became available. He was like they always took visits to Nevada. So, I mean, we'll see. I think I, I think he starts getting players at Arkansas. I think it's a different ball game. But for right now, the roster turnover from um, what's his name? Wow, St. John's head coach. Uh, God. Yeah, what is his name? I should know this. I cover the Big East. Hold wow. on. Please hold. Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. We did not own the rights to that. St. John's basketball. <laughs> this is terrible. Bad radio. Hey, you know what? It happens sometimes. Basketball coach. I can picture his face. Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson, right. Mike Anderson didn't leave him with much turnover. He lost his best player in Daniel Gafford. So that's my that's, that's my TED talk on the Arkansas <laughs> Razorbacks. So. Yeah, and see if we missed anyone else. Do we even do anything on Ole Miss? Do we talk Ole Miss? Nope. Kermit. Kermit Davis. Yep. They made a big jump his first year. Yep. I I you know I think they're fine. I don't know if they're a tournament team, um, but they got a lot of kids coming back. You know, a lot of freshmen that they didn't have that you know kind of going through next year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really like Blake Hinson, myself included. Right. Um. Has some things where you see where you're like, oh my god, he's really good. Yep. Has some things where you're like, yeah, he's still got some ways to go. I mean, they won 20 games last year, 11 and five in the SEC. It's a pretty good year for Kermit's first year. Yeah. Um. Right. Devontae Schuler was a Oak Hill's point guard for a while. Mm-hmm. Had about 10 points a game as a freshman. His his, his assist to turnover was a little high. Um. But I think he's getting in the right direction. Like you said, it's just freshman growing pains. As I think by his junior senior year, he's going to be a really good point guard in the SEC. Um. Bryce Williams, a JUCO transfer. And then Kadeem size another JUCO transfer that they have coming in. So these kids are coming in with experience. They're not going to be, you know, scared shitless when they're playing the first big-time game. These kids have already played in some pretty big games already. Um, Kermit's a pretty good coach. He's a good X's and no coach, which means a lot. So they'll, they'll be in games that they probably, people think they shouldn't be, and then I wouldn't be surprised if they win a couple because Ole Miss is a tough place to play. I mean, most home court – for freshmen on the road, it's a lot. they're all pretty tough games. So Yeah, they are. Let me look at their non-conference mm-hmm. real quick, because I think, that I, I remember correctly, they had a pretty stacked non-conference. So let me pull it up real quick. They start the year, well, Arkansas, they go to Memphis. Okay. I remember I was talking about, they got Butler. Actually, their kind of conference sucks. They go to Wichita State. All right, those are the three games in non-conference for, for them to look to. Well. They play North Folk State. They've been in the tournament recently. Yeah. You play. You got to win them. Then. If you're if you're at a conference schedule, shitty. You got to win not all of them, but you got you can't come in with like more than three losses. You can't right. lose all three of those big games. No. Yeah, you got to win one or two. So. Yeah, this brings us to our final four. Uh, well, I shouldn't say our final four, but our top four teams in the conference. Let's start with LSU. Um, obviously, a lot of talent. They bring in Trenton Watford, who a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. Brother Christian Watford. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kentucky fans want to talk about the name Christian Wofford. Yeah. They, well, they beat him that year in the tournament, mm-hmm. so. Still got Javante Smart. Yeah. Um, this team. Scott uh, Mays, Emmett Williams. This team had a little controversy last year. Oh, Will Wade, man. Woo. His hair is going to be silver. He's going to be gray as hell this year. Yeah. How does that man have a job? 
I don't know. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. We saw his big fun the fact he released his statement in a text message. Yeah, that was awesome. An iPad note. He's like, <laughs> I still would like to be the coach at LSU. Like, me too. Me, I also, I would like to be the coach at LSU. I mean, you had a pro team, so yeah. of course you had it. Yeah. I, I mean, they're... I can't believe that. Not only that, Javon J. Smart is still eligible. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> like, the guy that they said they paid. Not random recruit X. Not athlete A. No, Javon J. Smart. Name, price, like how they got Benefits him to LSU, mother. right? How they got him to LSU, all out on the table, and they're still like, "Yeah, you can play." Played in the tournament game, like had a pretty good game. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? Why, like, why even announce the news then? It was just, it was hilarious. Um, yeah, they lose Nas Reed, but Emmett Williams is a pretty good post player. Trenton Wofford is going to be really good. Like, maybe this just tells you how good of a pro uh, pro scout I am. I thought Nas Reed was going to get a lot of national like, NBA attention. Yeah, he, Timberwolves, right? He didn't get drafted, did he? No. He, not, uh, he just, he kind of reminds me of, like, I, not to get in the next year's recruiting, but Isaiah Todd, he's a post player that doesn't want to play in the post. Yeah. Like, he wants to be the next KD, and it's like, bro, you're not. It's fine. Just be who you are, and you're a really good player. But To put this in context, yeah. I watched the Warriors the other day, and Kai Bowman yeah. is playing on the Warriors from Boston College. Former North Carolina football commit. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Came to North Carolina, played football, and then went to Boston College to play basketball. Now playing in the NBA. Wasn't drafted. Boom. No. And, yeah. But so. he's like, he's old. Yeah. So maybe, you know how teams are. They don't draft older players. So. Right. Except but, for the Suns who draft Cam Johnson. Yeah. Love you, Cam. <laughs> so, they had a lot of guys coming back. I think yep. Emmett Williams is back. Mm-hmm. Skylar Mays. Marlon Trail. Martin Smarty Taylor. Smart. Yeah. Darius Days. Yeah. This seems good. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Yeah. So, LSC is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um. Obviously, now, just by everything we're mentioning, the more I talk about them, the more I'm like, Oh, they're sick. Yeah, Trenton Wofford's gonna be a beast. Uh, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be that slasher that they they put out on the perimeter that can take people off the dribble. They open the year. Oh, I'm sorry, their second game at VCU. Ooh. Yeah, they play Utah State. Okay, good for Will Wade going back to his former coaching job. Yeah, they play U- at home against Utah State. Yeah. Uh, they go to SC, and then they have Liberty. They go to USC. Yeah. LSU plays <laughs> USC in college basketball. That's the biggest slap in the face of the NCAA. Hey, we cheat. We know we cheat. You caught us. Nothing happened. We're going to play this game in L.A. Yeah, Boom. they got they got Liberty, too. A, a, a regular team. team you can count on the tournament. Yeah. So. I like that schedule. Yeah, for it's real. It's fun. Auburn, Final Four team last year, Bruce beating Pearl. Kentucky. Bruce Pearl loses and Chumo Kiki. Auburn beat North Carolina, too. Yeah, by they- 400 points. Yeah. <laughs> They shot 700 threes and made 698 of them. My all-time favorite NCAA tournament moment was that game when Bruce Pearl's like talking about teams like, yeah, we played great. We're really awesome. We're really competitive. Coach, can you tell us the thing about Chuma? Chuma's the best guy on the court. It's like, where the hell did that cry yeah, come from? Those alligator-ass tears, man. I hate Bruce Pearl. I don't like him at all. Yeah. Shout out Aaron Kraft. Got him out of Tennessee. But yeah, they lose Harper and Chuma Kiki. I don't understand why Jared Harper left. I don't either. I but maybe wanted to go play professional. I can never knock that, but... Their non-conference sucks. Nobody good? Georgia Southern, Davidson, South Alabama. Davidson's good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Colgate, New Mexico, Furman, St. Louis, NC State, Lehigh, Lipscomb. Sounds like a lot of mid-majors, especially NC State. And a lot of mid-major schools. <laughs> Am I right? Just kidding. Um, yeah, that's a Only team. Only slightly. They have, to, they have to go undefeated in the non-conference. Yeah. Where's the NC State game at? It is a home game. Oh, yeah, they have to go undefeated. Yeah, that's probably in the Big Ten ACC. They don't play a ranked team until they play Florida. Ooh, 
in January. And I bet you it'll be a... I mean, Furbo was ranked for a minute last year. Remember right, that? yeah. It'll be like a top 15 matchup, that Florida-Auburn game, and then Auburn will get boat raced. And I'll be like, wait, we were wrong on Auburn, so... Yeah. Roster-wise, I don't really think that, like... You know, it's harder to place the guys they had. Um, Anthony McLabor, I think, is going to make a big, a big mm-hmm. step this year. I know Isaac Okoro is, like, the freshman everyone's stoked about. Yep. Uh, but... Like we said. Austin Wiley's still there. Samir Darty, Javon, uh, Javon McCormick still pretty good as well, like you said. Um, they're going to – I think they're going to keep the mold of last year. They're going to run, and they're going to shoot the shit out of the ball. They're going to shoot 100 threes a game. And if it yeah. works, it works. If it doesn't – I mean, there, there are games they get housed and boat raced, and then there's games they absolutely smoke people. So, just kind of depends on – got to have good transition defense when you play Auburn. So, yeah. they got a nice point guard coming in next year. Not to talk about recruiting, but some of these people know. Um, we kind of have to, though. Sharif Cooper. He's a five-star point guard. He committed to Auburn. They're still in the running for... I forgot uh, they got Sharif Cooper. Yeah, he's nasty. He's They're still in the safe. running for Jalen Green. Probably not going to happen, but uh, Jalen Green did visit Auburn with Sharif Cooper. They're pretty tight. So Bruce Pearl knows how to recruit. Say what you want. Hint, hint, but say what you want. <laughs> exactly. But I hey, think man, Auburn, I Auburn's a, another tournament team. Definitely a lock for the tournament. So. I heard there's a barbecue going on. Right. And craft. Yeah. Oof. All right. So let's talk Florida for a minute. I know... The last year was a tough year for them. Yep. When uh, 500 in conference, 20 and 16 overall. Made the tournament. Made the tournament. Mm-hmm. Lost, beat Nevada. Mm-hmm. Then lost to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, but this team's loaded with Andrew recruits. Andrew is a monster. Terrence Mann. Yeah, yeah. Former. He was a uh, Trey Mann. Trey Mann, Ter- sorry. Terrence Mann, Florida State. Terrence, Sa- yes. Florida State, Florida, same thing. You know. Trey Mann was, so people who have... Every two four or, wow sorry to cut the mic out but two four seven has their own like um, college websites which in, like recruiting insider and stuff like that. Trey Mann was very high on North Carolina. Cancel he was canceled his he decommitted from Florida. Basically was about to commit to Florida. Decommitted basically scheduled a visit to North Carolina. Visited North Carolina. Announced a commitment date. Canceled that commit date and then a couple weeks later committed to Florida again. But he was all but a lock to North Carolina. So like I'm extremely sad he didn't end up going to North Carolina. Very talented point guard. Him and Andrew Neymar are going to be absolutely phenomenal together. They both play so well together in the scrimmages and the highlights I've seen. Man can space, uh, spread the floor, um, take people off the dribble. He's a kind of a taller guard. And he's pretty physical for you know for his size, and he's just going to dominate the SEC. I think. I think Florida's a really good team, and then they get the maybe the best. They they get five star recruits and then maybe they get the best recruit of the class is with a grad transfer of Kerry Blackshear and all first team SEC or ACC player so yeah we didn't even talk about the fact they got Scotty Lewis yeah Scotty Lewis <laughs> phenomenal like yeah. a small forward yeah he God him and Brian Antoine playing on the same team Lewis is a freak out I mean they're gonna start Trey Mann Scotty Lewis Andrew Nimhart Kerry Blackshear and then whoever the hell they want at the five or the four it doesn't matter like that team's gonna be loaded gonna be in the hunt for a one two or three seed definitely. It's just that it, the swamp's a tough place to play. Like, and Mike White's a great coach. I get to watch this team play technically maybe only once, yeah. but I know that they're going to. Right. They're going to yeah. win a bunch of games in that Charleston Classic. So. Yeah. So they start against St. Joseph's. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They play Connecticut the week before, which okay. they could play Connecticut in the championship. I looked at the brackets wrong. I realized when I did that last week. Okay. Xavier wins, they'll play, the, which they're playing Towson. They'll play the winner of Connecticut and Buffalo. Okay. So, yeah, take that for what you will. Um, Non-conference-wise, you know, Florida State, obviously, it's a big basketball game every year. They go to Butler. Hold on. I'm going to see if I have anything going on that day. The Florida at Butler game? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good game to get to. Yeah. They play Providence this Mm -hmm. year? Ooh, that's a good game. Yeah, they're, I mean, they play a tough schedule. Alpha Diallo versus friggin' Trey Mann. 
I'll take sign me up every day of the week. For God, that, so I'm in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this team's deep. They're yep. talented. They're athletic. This is his best team, easily since he's been there. So yeah, and I know a lot of like I've talked to some Florida fans. They're like, I don't really know about Mike White. I'm like, what? You know who his daddy is, right? No. Ad at Duke. Really? <laughs> huh. Yeah. I did not know that. So. So that brings us to the team we'll probably spend the most time on, obviously. Yes, sir. The Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah. Predicted to win this conference as obviously expected. Um, I jinxed them last year after they beat Tennessee, and I said they were the best team in the country. They went on to say that show that very much, very much were not. <laughs> um, you know, the same story with Kentucky is a revolving door of NBA talent. Um, but they have a lot of kids coming back this year. Ashton Haggins has come back because he was god awful at offense last year. Mm-hmm. Um. E.J. Montgomery, that's who I was thinking of. Yep. He's back. Yeah, he was a top 10 player. Did not play like it, but like a top 200 player. Nick Richards is back. I saw yep. him in their exhibition catching yep. alley-oops. He mm-hmm. looks like he liked basketball. He was, he was smiling. Yeah, it's that's what we always go back to when when these the scouts. And it's, it's a hard thing because, you know, the kids have all the tools and you're, just, you're banking on them being developmental. You know what I mean? Like you're banking on their development being what gets them to the top. So Nick Richards is a guy that was the number one center three years ago, and it's you know he he's not playing like it. He's playing that like that now, but as a junior, it's way different than he was as a freshman. I remember, you know, his freshman year, a lot of UK fans are begging for him to get off the floor. But I think their biggest addition this year. I mean, you th- you talk about the pieces they have in coming back. Ashton Higgins absolutely locked up Kobe White in the CBS Classic. He was awesome. Uh, yeah, he made Kobe White had like six or seven turnovers. He's really good defensively. This year, he's gonna have to take the next step offensively. Um, I mean, I remember last year when he would run pick and rolls. You know, if he got into the lane, defenders are like, shoot, like we'll let you hit pull up jumpers. Like that's what we that's what we want here on the defensive yeah, we don't end. Care, like... Right. So he's gonna thrive in the dribble drive offense, especially as a sophomore guard. He's been in it for a year. He's gonna drive, throw lobs to EJ, throw lobs to um Nick Richards, throw lobs to Sestina, throw Keon Brooks, like any post player, Khalil Whitney, like they're gonna thrive in that. So and then we talk about the pieces they have coming in. Tyrese Maxey, who I'm like Love. I'm so high on him. Love. Khalil Whitney, I'm he just reminds me of like a Harrison Barnes type, like a super athletic. His jump shot's not there, but he beats lesser talent because he's more athletic, and that yeah, that's fine because he will get his his own in the in college right now. But I feel like he's a guy that when he gets drafted a couple years down the road, we're gonna be like, holy shit, who is this guy? Because he's a lot better than he was at UK. Um, Nate Setstina from Bucknell, a so grad transfer. Good. That pick and pop he run like he did in the exhibition game against Georgetown was phenomenal. Him and Ashton Higgins have chemistry already. That looks like they've played together for a while. Um, they get Deontay Allen or Dante Allen from Pendleton County, which is around here where we're from. Um, Kentucky Mr. Basketball. He's wow. I don't <laughs> even go down that road. He's a good player. Um, he averaged like. 50, but he only he got hurt his senior year, then got into a car wreck right after he got hurt. So he's kind of out this year. They're red-shirting him, so he's going to take the year to kind of get better. Um, Keon Brooks, a small forward from Indiana, played at La Lumineer. Um, he was down to Indiana, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Decided to go to UK. He's one of those guys that he's kind of be a project, but with, at Kentucky, I don't know if there are such things as project. He might just be a role player there because... Yeah, he might be Wendy Gabriel. Right, and that's fine, you, but yeah. you just know that every year your spot's filled by a random player but it's going to get filled so um i think they're going to be super good this year obviously preseason team to win the sec i think they're going to be unlocked for a one seed stop me if you've heard this before uk is going to be a one seed probably uh calipari just i mean 
love him, hate him. I love Coach Cal. Like, I do too. My, my, like I love the like I don't love Kentucky. Like we can go on and on. We talked about this many of every times. fan. Every fan base has bad fans, but when you like teams that aren't from this area, you get less fans than less fan interaction than you would with the common team. So that's my my beef with Kentucky fans. I don't need the whole forty and zero shit. Like you guys overdid that. It, it is what it is. But as a whole, Calipari knows how to market himself. The whole, I'll never forget what the NCAA selection show when he's got all of his jerseys in the background when he's sitting there. The man <laughs> knows how to market. Every halftime interview is hilarious. My, my kids. guys. Yeah, my guys, They're my just kids. kids. They were just playing high school ball last right, year. Right, they don't know. But that, that excuse gets tiresome from the fans, I know. Um, yeah. Some people like the one and done factory. You can brag about how much money you've got in the contract. Some people like results. Um, I think... I, I think a lot of programs would kill a trade place with Kentucky. It's freaking hard to win the national championship. It, it's hard. Like, so being in the elite eight, being in the sweet 16, you're there. It's just a bounce, like a different bounce of the way the ball bounces. It's you're in the game. Like if Luke may doesn't hit the shot, not to, you know, pour salt right. into a wound, but you know, you guys win that game. You, that game was for the national championship. I will never be agreed. I've never, said it a yeah, million right. times. So, and then you look at last year, you play, you play Auburn. If Auburn doesn't get hot in the second half, you're, you're in the final, final four. four. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, you're playing a couple years ago against You're playing Virginia. Yeah, a couple years ago with Kevin Knox, you're in the you're in the region of chaos where Tennessee gets beat by uh, Loyola Chicago and UMBC beats Virginia and then you lose to Kansas State in the Sweet 16. Cuz PJ Washington missed all those free throws. Right. But I mean it, it it's yeah. just it's it's a different it's a different like it's a crazy game. It shows how hard it is to win a national championship. You guys are always there. You're competitive. It's going to be really good this year. You're going to take your lumps at some games. It might not be as you're bad. Right what was that? You ready for this? I'm ready for it. I think they won the title. Really? I think they won the title. I, they need a perimeter. They need another perimeter shooter for me to believe. I really think that they're deep enough. They're talented enough. They have the experience. Yeah. I think that if Ashton, they need either Ashton Higgins or EJ Montgomery to take the freshman to sophomore leap like PJ Washington did. And I'm not like being an all like BBN go yeah. Cats. I just I, I think they're going to. Yeah, I think they're really good. I mean, they're number two in the country for a reason. I got to see how they play next week against Michigan State. It cannot, it cannot be as bad as last year against Duke. Nope. It can't. You can lose by 20 to Michigan State, and you're still not going to have well, a bad Well, you know day. there's no Josh Langford. Yeah, right. So you got so, but that. But Cassius Winston against Ashton Hagens is going to be awesome. It is going to be So fun. we're going to see really how good of a defender Ashton Hagens is. So. All right, so. Go Cats. First and last <laughs> Let's time. Let's go ahead and do this real quick. Right. SEC Player of the Year. Wow. I go Kerry Blackshear. Okay. I'll go SEC Player of the Year. Blackshear's like the right answer, but I don't want to say that one. Um, yeah, let's go either Nate Sestina or Tyrese Maxey. Okay. Um, so I guess that answers your SEC freshman of the year. Uh, no, I'll, I'll go a different answer. If it's not Max, like because I don't, I'll probably be wrong. Honestly, I think either yep. Scotty Lewis or I just said they're uh, gonna win the title, so I'm gonna be wrong. Yeah, Scotty Lewis is the SEC freshman of the year. Okay, cool. SEC Coach of the Year this Nate year? Oates. Nate Oates. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yep. And then your bold prediction, I've already given mine, for the SEC this year is? They'll have at least – they'll have an Elite Eight Final Four team. So, I think Kentucky. I think Kentucky is good enough to win the title. Obviously, predicting without seeing the bracket is – Hard. Pointless. I right. know. It's but, stupid, they have, but they have the talent to win the national championship, which everybody believes. So Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, hey, man. That was awesome. Yeah. We knocked out the SEC real quick. Yes, sir. I know we got a few more we got to do before the season starts. Yeah. And we're also going to do a Champions Classic Mm -hmm. preview. 
Um, we're going to wrap up this week's edition of At Large Bid, uh, 48 Minutes College Basketball Network. Thank you all for tuning in each and every week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to my mini Xavier pod I did at Media Day. Yeah. I mean, literally, it was 11 minutes. I got a ton of a ton of reaction to it, a ton yep. of people. So that means a lot because I threw that together with my cell phone, and that's <laughs> not something I do. Right. Um, but everyone, have a good night. Thank you so much, and we can't wait to talk some hoops with you guys. Yes, sir. Week. See you guys.